What's up? Fresh Hello. off another Carabas outing. Feeling good. Ooh, Carabas. Dude, we've had Jeremy Hood intro from Carabas twice already on this podcast. Wonderful. Trying to trying to get some coupons. It's all about them coupons. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make sure to get your points on your uh, Carabas card, Jeremy? Frick no, I forget every time. God, man. It's but you know who for. doesn't forget? Steve Stafford never forgets. And he gets us 50% off like twice a year. That's there wonderful. Go. That's my. Guys. You got. You got to have that guy in the group, though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like Tom Herman. You know, he's the guy. That, he's the Android guy in the group. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> do not need a Tom Herman in your group. I don't. I don't want to be angry at the first of this podcast, so we <laughs> yeah, skip so this. The Herman talk. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Yeah. Sorry, I had to. Uh, yeah, week five NFL. Um, one of the craziest fantasy weeks. I've ever seen. There was like five guys. I felt like they were over fifty. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, white chocolate, white chocolate. Like, dude, that guy actually owns that offense and puts it on his back and just runs really, really fast, really, really far all day. People can't stop him. So, the big pumpy studs and duds week five recap. I started off with Christian McCaffrey. Who else we got on there? Will Fuller, baby. Will Fuller. Well, I, I I know personally a lot about this because my fantasy team played against both McCaffrey and Aaron Jones this <laughs> oh, week. <laughs> so he had over a hundred points with with those two guys. And oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaron Jones has averaged like like a half a yard of carry all season long, and he ends up with four touchdowns. So he, to be I fair, mean, he had had a touchdown in every game except the Bears one. So. It's kind of expected that he have a touchdown, but maybe four. Yeah, uh, normally nineteen yards and a touchdown. Yes, that's his. That's his <laughs> yeah, he's, he's had under he's had under forty yards in three games, and he's had over a hundred in the other two. He's definitely been. Yeah, and he's played against me twice this year. I'll let you uh, figure out which which two weeks those were. <laughs> so he sucks unless they're going against hot garbage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. unless he's actually going against Team Nick Jones. He's like, oh baby, this is my week. Yeah. I mean, I actually played against um, like Mike Evans had zero points this week, mm-hmm. and Keenan uh, Keenan Allen had like two points this week. So I was like, okay. And then it doesn't. And then you know, Hunter has 175 points with two points out of his receivers. So riddle me that. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm sorry, buddy. I had Will Fuller. I have Will Fuller in all three of my fantasy leagues on the bench. I started him in one. <laughs> And I did not start him in two. I won the two that I didn't start him in and lost the one that I started him in. That's strong. That's it's, unreal. I don't understand. That's, that's tough to do. I don't understand. It's yeah. the typical Will Fuller. I mean, he did the same thing last year. It was poop, 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 and then he'd boom. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, it, that, but, I mean, we were talking about uh, whenever Kenny Stills, Kenny Stills gets back, what's going to happen after that, but doesn't matter it doesn't matter he'll have he'll, have he'll another... take touches he'll take touches from kiki qt not will fuller well i mean he, he was already will. taken but he was kind of taking that targets away from will fuller though i mean i don't yeah. well, i mean but will fuller's kind of like like dylan said he's that guy that'll have these monster weeks and then he'll have three catches in his next week so it's one yeah. of those where he's kind of 
And that's usually because he doesn't demand a huge target share. Usually that's given to DeAndre. And usually that's all, true. all it takes is all it takes is one for him. It just takes one one catch for Will Fuller and he could have fifteen fantasy points. So Yeah. I mean a little Cortland Sutton action. So then Dude, once you Cortland start getting those targets, when you start giving that guy like that ten plus targets, it's little scary you just can't depend on him getting that many targets i think he's gonna hold out next week for a new contract yes <laughs> it's the perfect time like it. <laughs> yeah i mean well he's also like the perfect filler for whenever you've got whenever they're scrambling around because the offensive line does break down in houston and you just see him scrambling around and then he's just the perfect option outlet that he just kind of gets open halfway down and he he ran a really good route on his uh the little double move for the, the longest touchdown he had and just an absolute dime. Do you so, realize how close he was to having five touchdowns? He got stopped inside the one twice. Yeah. 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 Just continuing that game because I was pretty excited about it. Like, the only team this year that has not been able to get to Deshaun Watson was the Falcons. Yeah. And you see the production we got out of offense when he had time to throw it. So that was pretty encouraging to me. Uh, I saw on a local – uh, classified page. There was a gas mask, an Israeli gas mask for sale. So <laughs> I think I think Tunzel may be turning the corner on his uh, <laughs> on his weed smoking. So maybe we can expect big things out of him. I don't know. Yeah, it's his time to shot. He's he's turning new leaf. He's becoming a better man down there. I did not city. fabricate that. That is a fact. I really saw an Israeli gas mask. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting, Jerm. <laughs> It's really gas mask in the Houston Chronicle in the classifieds. Huh. I might get it and put it in my office. <laughs> you should. Just to have it hanging there, you know, like as a it's kinda like a little trophy for the season that you guys could have or have. Don't don't forget where you came from. That's just what it symbolizes. There you go. You come from Miami. Um yeah. There's t- there's some hard times for old Tunzel. You know, college was good. The draft was just a hor- horrifying night for him, but Look where he is now. Um, yeah, there are also quite a few duds this last week. Did anybody on who, – who had Baker this week? Anybody play him in our league? <laughs> I'd hope not. Anybody in that desperation did, mode? Did Nick play him? I think Nick said he was going to play him, but I don't I, – I think he did. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. We can go find out. But Because uh, he, he has Kyler and Baker, correct? Yeah. Kyler had a good game, so yeah, he, did, he had a good matchup too, right? Who they play? Oh, who was that? They, they got their dub. The Arizona Cardinals. Uh, who they, did they, they play? The Bengals. Right? They played the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, first... he he probably played Kyler. I would hope if he had Kyler, yeah. I'm sure he played him. Nick will be back in a second. He will. Uh, he'll tell us if he who he played. <laughs> got to change a diaper. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I was just watching – I saw some of those tweets last night and some of the pictures going around like Barstool and those different sites where a lot of guys had Baker starting and all he had to do was get positive points for them to win and he got negative two in some leagues. Oh, and he, they, I saw one that the guy lost 30.5 to 31 even because Baker had minus two. But I think Baker showed enough this year to where you don't start him anyways, especially going yeah. against 
San Francisco, the way their defense has been playing, I just don't see why, yeah, unless but, you're but desperation again, mode. They were coming off a week in which he throws for over 300 yards against the Ravens, and nobody really has thought the 49ers are real. So, Freddie Kitchens took over play calling in that Ravens game, and they score 40 points. So, you're like, oh, maybe they're they're finally, they're finally you know, getting a hold of this offense. Everybody's starting to jail. They're running the ball effectively, which obviously helps your quarterback. And a lot of people have been doubting the 49ers. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like this. And even if you just watch, like, Matthew Berry, the week before they played the Ravens, he was like, yeah, I'm okay with dropping him. Go ahead. You can drop him on your roster. Next week, he's like, you should have Baker on your roster. And I just saw another one that he released today. Matthew about, Barry's a fraud, but anyways. About Matthew ahead. Barry saying he's not worth the roster. Well, so no, this, no last week, in his offense, last week he did say out on his video that he – he you, you were still free to drop Baker Mayfield. It's not like – it's a, just a one game that you just go pick him back up. I mean, it's. I mean, he still hasn't thrown more than one touchdown all season. Yeah. So it's not like in in a game all season. And I mean, I'm one of the biggest Baker Mayfield fans there is, and there's just no defending at this point. Just watching the the product on the field, he's just not been good. He's no, not he's been not good at good all. And, and Greg Robinson's been one of the worst left tackles. Ever well, nobody's been good. Like <laughs> no. the, the the coaching's not been good. The offensive no. line's not been good. Baker Mayfield's not been good. The receivers are dropping balls. The only one that's been good consistently is Nick Chubb. Yeah. He's the only one that like I've watched almost every snap of every game for the Browns so far, and he's the only one that's been good. Like Miles Garrett, like they, it's like anytime they have any positive plays, it penalty brings it back. They're oh, just yeah. super undisciplined. Super undisciplined. They, so they, undisciplined. Like, yeah. and I, I mean that comes from the top. Yep. That comes from the top. That comes from your head coach. That comes like they they look like a completely they look like a train wreck right now. Oh, yeah. And they're going to have games where they where they look good on offense, and you're going to think, oh well, they're they're finally starting to click. But like they just they just look terrible. And like Baker, it's 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 just really frustrating because you know what he reminds me of? Has anybody seen Major League Two? Where yes. um, Charlie Sheen, you know he. His character goes from being the wild thing and being this like bad, <laughs> and then he's like doing all these commercials, and he's like, you That's know, getting like, in. A, and, and it's what it reminds me of. Perfect. His product, and his product on the field, like Baker's in every freaking commercial that's on TV. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and it's like, it's just a different look. And I don't know. He's always thrived on the, as the chip on the shoulder guy, and he's still trying to do that. But it just comes off as disingenuous. It's just not genuine. It's just like when you're firing no. back at people on Twitter. Like at some point, you got to become a pro. You just got to be yeah. a pro, and you got to go about your business, and you got to play. So it's just really frustrating watching him because I know he's got the ability, and you've exactly. seen it before. Like you saw him break the rookie touchdown record last year in 14 games. So you've seen yeah. the ability, and he's just not. He's not performing well. Yeah, and we're not saying that. He's not working hard. I mean, I'm sure he puts in his work. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, how much focus does he have? For, you know, because, you know, he's probably shooting commercials three times so a week. you're saying he's more worried about what's going on off the field than on the field? Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I'm saying it's. I'm saying that he has he has a little focus. It's more of a distraction now, though. Like, it's yeah. more of, like, handling distraction. And huh. he looks in the pocket. He looks terrified. Like he can't yeah. sit still in the pocket. He's all, he's bailing on his on on everything. He's never he's not stepping into throws. He just looks. There's no, there's no yeah. trust with that offensive line, and then no. there shouldn't be. And another thing is, 
if literally Nick Bosa is just whipping your left tackle all night long and you can't put Nick Chubb on that side to chip or you can't put your top you well the sack anything. at the end of the half they double teamed him but what yeah, ba- he, Baker, he was if Baker, no he did he went around the outside if Baker steps up in the pocket there's a clean pocket yes. so Baker bails to the right and he goes just he just goes around the two tackles yeah so if he stays in the pocket that he doesn't even get to him because there's a double team on him he didn't split mm-hmm. him or anything so it, Jeremy I mean, it's it's kind of like they should have went into halftime and adjusted is that right Jeremy that's exactly right make <laughs> some sort of adjustment that's crazy. Get a hat, on, get a hat on Bosa. But I know he had yeah. he had an incredible game. I I didn't know yeah. what to expect from him. Their uh, never looked really, really yeah, good. I'd never really watched him play or the 49ers for that matter, and I was dang impressed. I mean, that pass rush was pretty relentless. I guess like since we started this, I've tried to like watch more national football and just pay attention a little bit more. And I never believed. I guess you know you always hear guys talk about the whole West coast thing. And I, I just never watched the 49ers. I mean, I, I haven't really paid attention this year. And then I was kind of glad to see, we got a showcase game. We got to see them. And I know, I know the woes that the Cleveland Browns have, but getting to see them in full force, I was like, dude, that defense, it's real. It's legit. And I've, I believed in them because of, you know, just like arbitrary stats that I see or what, you know, here and there's that I, I, I pick up from guys, but getting to see them last night, I was like, they're legit. You know who else I was they're impressed le- with? Other than the defense, those backs, like both, yeah, of them, man, like speedsters Coleman and uh, Breda, they look fantastic. Yeah, like they look fast, they, they look like physical. They, I mean, they they were in the hole, they're gone. And oh, yeah, yeah. I, they mixed up her scheme a lot as far as what, where they were going. It was because it, it was, it was great. Like GG's played great this season. Yeah. No, no, and that's one that's one thing going forward. Like the 49ers are not winning. A Super Bowl with Jimmy G not playing better than he has been. At one point last night, he was like eight for fifty. I think it was halftime. Yeah, he was like eight for fifteen for like forty or fifty yards. Or but it, like it didn't matter because they had like two hundred yards no. rushing. Yeah, at I know it doesn't matter, yeah. but that's not my point. Is it's a, a, a Cleveland Browns team that's without Denzel Ward, their best corner, and a, a couple other injuries in the secondary, without their best linebacker Christian Kirksey. And but they didn't even throw the ball that much, though. It was they were it literally was eight for fifteen in the first half, though. Against them. they were averaging like ten yards a carry. Though it was it was thirteen yeah. yards a carry on the ground. So he, he did, still like, averaged a tad bit above fifty percent completion percentage in the first half. That's all I'm saying. He's eight for fifteen. That's a good sample size for a first half. No, it's not yeah, against it's, a defense that. But then, a defense no. That hurt. Yeah, uh, well, not I just it. feel like that. What do you mean you're I, not buying it? It's, 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 I'm not buying it. That's what I'm you're saying. You're not buying that he was a tad bit over 50%. He was, he was fine last night. Did you, if you watched him throw the ball, he, he looked just fine. They ran the ball all over them. Just because he I had 60-some yards in the, passing in the first half doesn't mean that they weren't effective. But he's not even been great the, the 3-0 and start. He's five TDs, four interceptions before last night. Like That's what I'm saying is you're not beating high-end teams when your quarterback has a, a little bit above. And it, it will prove. It'll improve the touchdown interception ratio. He's not going to stay at even all year or around even. But if but, if yeah. you're not getting great quarterback play, especially in the playoffs, like you're not winning playoffs. Two balls. <laughs> but at this point, they they haven't had to do that, and they continue to keep winning. So, say they come up, they're going to start stacking the box because we got to stop this run. That's just going to make things easier for them. Maybe. Yeah. But they don't have the receivers to do it. I'm with Jones. I, I, the defense is incredible, but the offense, it's not enough. You just wait till Jalen Hurd gets back. But who's good in the NFC? Yeah. Like, who in the NFC, like, really is unbeatable? 
there's – Is unbeatable. Ser- I mean, seriously, who in the NFC are you looking at as saying it's a juggernaut? Like, they're, those top three are very jumbled to me. It's just a, oh, yeah. which day. I mean, the Packers, they – I mean, they've looked good at times, but they also gave up almost 40 points to the Eagles at, at yeah. home on a Thursday night football in a short week. So, like – what I'm saying is there's not – like in, in the AFC, you look – even though the Chiefs played bad, you still think Chief, the Chiefs are an elite team. Yeah. And the Patriots are going to be there. Like you don't have one of those in the NFC. The same, so why couldn't the 49ers be? But you're, the, yeah. Saints in the, been, in the, the Saints have been really good, though, even with Teddy Bridgewater yeah, defend, quarterback. Yeah. That's still a really good yeah. defense with a really good secondary. With a really and, good defensive no, line. Well, hey, hey, but the secondary, though, I mean, to that point, the second, they've given up the second most – to opposing quarterbacks all season long. It's a it's a talented secondary. It's a talented se- secondary that's that's played well at times, but it's hasn't a talented played secondary well. Secondary that's been there, and when yeah. the Forty ers haven't. I mean, who on this Forty ers team has played in the playoffs? You could say German? the same. You Richard could say German? the same thing about the Rams that went to the Super Bowl, and you saw what happened to them. But they still got there. That's what. That's my point. Like, who in the NFC? Who in the NFC is, gonna... is just this some juggernaut that the 49ers couldn't make a run at the I'm playoffs? I'm not saying they couldn't, but if Jimmy G is not playing at a high level, especially in the playoffs, it's very, very, very hard to win. Yeah. The, the Chiefs literally had Patrick Mahomes who threw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdowns last year, and they still couldn't get it done against the Patriots. So, I'm, I mean, if your quarterback have... play is not great, just like Adam Thielen said a couple weeks ago, two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, you're not going to run for 180 yards on everybody in the NFL. You're going to have to make plays through the air, and you're going to have to make plays downfield. And you've got a receiving core that is Marquise Goodwin, who's been hurt almost his whole career, Dante Pettis, the same, Debo Samuel, rookie. Granted, you have George Kittle, but you don't have yep. any elite guys that you just go, yeah, that guy's going to get me. That guy, I need a first All guy. I'm saying is it's unfair – to criticize Jimmy Garoppolo on a night where they rushed for almost 300 yards. Yeah, and he was no, he was 20 for 20. He was 20 for 29. I mean, it's a dominant win. <laughs> There's something that that's what I took away, especially in the first half. They had two two short fields in the first half that they couldn't capitalize on off Baker turnovers. When you get in bigger games, when your defense creates those opportunities, you have they didn't even get field goals out of them. So. When you get in bigger games and you get against better competition than the two and three Cleveland Browns who are a train wreck, you have to capitalize on those opportunities and you have to make plays through the air. Yeah, and that's that's where time will tell. Because I mean, I, there's there's also been games where you've seen Jimmy G really peak in those last five games of what was that two years ago, um, where he just hit this stride where you're like, oh wow, he's it. He's going to make plays. Jimmy but, G's good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That team, if Nick Foles can win a Super Bowl, Jimmy, yeah, G's Jimmy G can get you. Did, what was it? Um, who's the guy that's with the, the Redskins? Um, Jimmy G's got to get them to the Super Bowl. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Got him to the NFC yeah. Championship game. Like, if you've got a team around you, quarterback play is it's important. But here in the last couple of years, it's shown that it's not quite as important as it has been in the past. Blake, Boydle, Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles was, drive away. was in an was NFC it? or an AFC championship game. And should have won. And should have won. He's a Belichick, Brady's sperm count, so I guess he's got a chance. 
He's always got a chance. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it just and just look at this guy's freaking profile picture. This it's a handsome man. You, you he, just he don't. Is, like, he is a good looking. He's got he's he's got, got a quarterback good. face for sure. He does, he does have a quarterback, quarterback face. He has a career outside of football, modeling Calvin Klein or something. any sort of any sort of male body spray or something. He could do it. <laughs> Dude, bring Bod back. That's <laughs> bring what I'm saying. <laughs> Jimmy G revives, like brings back and revives Bod, Bod Body Spray. It's great stuff. It's a true comeback story. We're endorsing a product that doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> dude. Nope. It still exists. I saw it in Walmart. No I swear. The frick oh, out of course it does. Yeah, of course it's it still does. around. Like, We're getting a phone yeah. call from Bod next week. Bod, yeah. Man. Get, hey, uh, we guys want to we want to sponsor you guys. I heard you guys talking about it. So nobody else is really doing that right now. So, That's hilarious. <laughs> I guess we already hopped over into the the Pats 49ers are they real segment. So I guess let's talk about the Pats. Are they real? Are they going to survive? Because I feel like they are uh, falling up, falling apart every week. But they still their schedule just it doesn't it doesn't show. Just a bunch of freaking cupcakes. They literally get the Giants this Thursday with <laughs> everybody on the roster, um, and then they get the Jets the week after. I. They do have a tough stretch coming up after their bye when they play Dallas and I think Kansas City. It's Dallas, Houston, Dallas at Houston, Kansas City, um, the Ferocious Bengals. Mm. Yeah, so they have like three tough games. Yeah. But something I can say about the Packers, though, they've they've won this year with Aaron Rodgers having 150 yards. They've won with – Aaron Jones having yeah, but 20 if, yards. If like they, they get to they the win, playoffs, though, they can Aaron win Rogers. so many different Yeah, ways. but Jimmy G's <laughs> been in the league six years, and what has he proved? What has Jimmy G proved? He can win. He wins. You can't argue that. Hey, Chris, he's got more rings than uh, Rodgers does. Yeah, he has more Ooh. rings as a back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he hasn't proved that he can carry anybody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if Rodgers throws for 150 Jimmy yards G. and he gets to the playoffs, he'll have to play better for them to win. I mean, he just Yes, he will because they're not winning – it's it's the same thing. Like if Rodgers and the Packers get to the playoffs and get to an NFC Championship game against the Saints or Rams, or even Dallas again, like yes, he'll have to play better. But at least he has Devontae Adams, who is an elite receiver, and at least he's proven himself. George Kittle. That's all I'm saying. What's the status on his toe? On his turf toe? Uh, it sounds like he'll be back this be week. My junk hurts. This sounds soft, but it hurts. What What is turf toe? I mean, it does sound like – it's probably the most soft-sounding injury. It's like a sprained toe, pretty much. Like a big toe. toe. Like when you, the, the, you overbend that great toe joint, the one that's furthest back in your foot. Yeah. Rocks but your any, world. Huh. Anything so to do with toes plant, is – Anytime yeah. you plant off that foot, baby, just – It's I super my, painful. I broke my pinky toe when I was like 12 years old, and it's like – the world was coming to an end. I know, dude. You, never, yeah. you would never think. You keep a lot of balance with that toe. Yeah. Yeah, you stub your toe in the middle of the night. <laughs> Just all the curse word combinations rolled together, dude. It's brutal. Can't even imagine what, having a turf toe. It's like the ultimate yeah, well, stub toe. I've had ottoman toe. And it's, oh, and it's, ottoman toe. And it's painful. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel good. I don't want to come back from that. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about um, – if Devontae Adams comes back, maybe Aaron Aaron Rodgers will throw a touchdown a game. You know, that'd be cool. Um Dak Prescott, you know, he only he had a rough one. I was thinking if 
Dak would have signed his contract two weeks ago. How much more, much more money could he have made? Yeah. Huh. But, it, like, I was watching Cowherd the other day, and he was talking about how Dallas has shown that they still don't really truly believe in Dak Prescott being a top-tier money guy. Like, mm-hmm. they like Dak Prescott, but, you know, he's not a $40 million a year guy. No. And I think Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback, but I'm not paying Dak Prescott $35 million. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, he's, a, he's, that, he's the 10 to 15 range. I mean, I, w- I would me give him 20 personally. to 25, but like $35 million? That's a big, That's what big he, he was yeah. asking no, for I, that. I was, I, was saying, I was saying he's more like in the 10 yeah. to 15 ranking range. Like as far as I, that's what I think he is quarterback tier wise. I think especially you know, with this year, you look at all the backup quarterbacks that have stepped up and played at a pretty high level, as high as he has for most of his career. Like, yeah, it's going to be a a tough a tough amount of money to meet for him. Yeah, and you see him when he plays these tougher defenses. It has shown its ugly head as far as what he is. And I know, like, he kind of made a little rally this week. You know, he wound up did wind up with four hundred sixty three yards, but and a lot of this stuff isn't really is he worth forty million? It's just like, are you the newest guy for a contract? Do we believe in you for X amount of years? Sure, here's the next tier of contract because it's what we're supposed to do. So that kind of, that part kind of sucks, and you're handicapped a lot of ways if you're a franchise. And you're like, oh, this guy we can handle. He could he could lead us somewhere in the next seven years we'll just say seven um and we're just we have to pay him because he's a quarterback and he's good it's also that's it. it's also nice having your offensive coordinator to be able to throw on a helmet and be just as good so it's nice to have in the back pocket it's good it's always i think good. that's a pretty cool story personally i meant to ask you guys last week but did anybody see when dak went up to pam oliver at the end of the game for an interview and like before he, she even started speaking. She smelled him when she was like five feet away, and she like jumped back and made this horrific face. <laughs> oh. he's, like, he's like, "Yo, he's like, I'm sorry." He said, "I sweat a lot. I'm sorry." Like he acknowledged the fact that she was grossed out. It was, it was, it was brutal. <laughs> but in, anybody that's worn foot uh, shoulder pads and played football knows that as soon as you take those pads off after a game, it's like this thick, steamy air just coming right out of there. <laughs> you take them off and they go like it's actually green. What does she expect? Oh, yeah. At that point, you know. Uh, well, apparently she's interviewed a ton of players, so apparently he had some kind of stank. Yeah, he had that had extra that stank. Yeah, I don't think he had a big game too. He had some stank on that ball. Is what it I was. don't think it was the shoulder pads, boys. I saw uh, a darker tint of um, his pant color on his rear end, and I had the same case of uh, the old butt sweat. And I think that might have been what was uh, the old him. booty sweat. He, he needed nope. some Bodman fragrance for it. Yeah, that's what he needed, bro. <laughs> Dude, if, if Bod would have came out with that, that spray-on deodorant, which also I'm a huge fan of, by the way. If you guys aren't in the degree spray-on deodorant game, missing out. Uh, anywho, but, yeah, that's what they would have done. He would have been just fine. Got sprayed a little on the backside. He'd been fi- he'd been gliding out there. Probably would have thrown three picks. Chase, I want you to true. expand on that a little more because I'm a, I'm a big degree guy. Just uh, not a gel guy, but just, you know, the regular. You know, have you tried the spray? White stick. A, it's got to be white stick. Yeah, white stick. Yeah. Uh, no, the yeah, spray. Like, Talk to him. Chase. I like the spray. Yeah. I like the spray, man. I, I feel like it's a little more versatile in some ways because it's it doesn't it doesn't have the the stain effect. Oh yeah. I I get the one with the black and the white, so it has zero stain effect. So if you need a little extra and maybe put on a little chest, it's mm. it's not quite a it's not quite a a bod spray. A little double know, pit to chesty. 
You little double pitch chest, you not to steal away from Axe. You can't put yeah. stick deodorant on your chest or you're a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, that's just, and, that's just And also, if yeah, you're a gel guy with the gel coming through the little holes, we yeah. can't be friends. Like, it's yeah. like yeah. putting no, snot dude. under your arms. Like, it's the yeah. worst feeling in the world. And I, if you have no opinion on deodorant, you probably smell bad. Yeah. If, you're, <laughs> you're probably if, you, don't have, if, if you don't have a go-to, it's tough. But, I, I mean, I, I prefer the, the white stick. Over, over most, but I do like the spray for the versatility. The spray can do it all. I mean, even back when playing basketball, I, and I have terrible butt sweat, and I just announced that to the world, but you could take that, <laughs> you can take that spray and spray it down in your shorts before you begin the sweat, and it, it, it solves the world. So, yeah, I'll never that. let you post me up again, Dylan. <laughs> well, never. it depends if, I, if my spray never. can's empty or full. Yeah. Nick, he knows better than that, anyways. Come on, dude, you don't want to. You don't want to go yeah, down I'm a there. wide body now. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bruiser. Yeah. Well, you always have been a little bit of a bruiser. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You, you like to you like to you like to tussle that's, that's down the there. Jones brother brand of basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some of us that go harder say. on hop steps than others. Yeah. Ooh, too far. If, too if, far. If you, Sorry. If you play um, too soon. if you play a pickup game with me or Chris and you hear uh, get your weight up. That's just a common thing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> if somebody's complaining about a foul, get your weight up. Come on. Yeah. You're gonna Nobody's ever that? told me that. Just, just don't be soft, you know. At the end of the day, just don't yeah. be soft. Yeah. We, you've taught him a lot of lessons down there. So. Yeah, let's see. Well, let's see. What else do you have on here, Dale? What else do you want to hit on? And if you want to hop into some fantasy boomer bus for week six, we can do that or dude, whatever. Dude, we want fire, to do. fire us away on some boomer bust. I mean, I've been, and Chris can back me on this, but for some reason, if you're playing the Arizona Cardinals, besides uh, old Austin Eifert, I mean, Tyler Eifert. It's um, okay, man. I feel your pain. <laughs> I feel your pain. No, no, he didn't mess up on that. He just thinks he, Tyler Eifert no, looks like Austin. He he looks like my brother. If you guys want to look. <laughs> oh, it up. okay. Yeah, Austin. yeah. So we're not the same. No, no, no. His his, <laughs> no, his nickname's Austin Eifert. But uh, Andy Dalton did miss him on a wide open touchdown. Just want to let you guys know that. So he would have been. Andy missed a good pass. Yep, wide open. No way. Yep, I saw it. No, I, I don't believe it. But I'm anyways, see video of that. I'll I'll send it to you because I didn't believe it either. I heard it on the the fantasy footballers. Because, anyways, uh, boom this week, Austin Hooper all day. I mean, he's already been a stud, and he's going to Arizona. Not only that, but Austin Hooper on the road has been better at home, uh, better than at home. So I'm going boom with Mr. Hooper this week. Mm. Okay. And who is your who is your bus there? Uh, a guy I was real heavy on the beginning of the year, uh, Mr. Goff, going against the 49ers. Hmm. Possibly without Brandon Cooks. Without Brandon Cooks. Yeah, it's not looking good. Possibly. Yeah. Gerald Everett has been playing better of late, though, so never know. Never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead with, with my boom. Guy who had kind of a disappointing week last week that I think uh, bounces back, uh, Julio Jones. It just seems like one of the weeks that Julio would have 160, 170 receiving yards with no touchdown. Something <laughs> with like 10 for 170 and no TDs. You know, classic Julio. Um, playing Arizona, so should have a lot of possessions. And then my bus is actually a guy who's been a snuck up there in the top five receivers, and it's DJ Chark Jr. Baby yeah. Chark, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. A, he had a good week last he's week. He's now what you would call a, a set it and forget it 
wide receiver. You know, he should be in your lineup every week. He's top five right now. He's he's had a touchdown every week but one. But he's going up against New Orleans, who's kind of a ball control offense, kind of limits your limits your possessions. And I know they're giving up a lot of a lot of points to the second uh, to opposing quarterbacks, but I don't know. It just seems like a week that he'd have a he'd have a down week, especially with Matthew Barry having him up. So. <laughs> it, seems, it just seems right. It huh? Seems right to me. Yeah. Huh. Um, I'll I'll go ahead and get going. Um, I'm going to go with my boom as Marquez Valdez Scantling for the sole reason of him being in the flex spot of my opponent this week. Um, <laughs> he'll have ten catches for 170 yards and two touchdowns on Monday night against Detroit, and for my. Bust pick, I'm looking at my most consistent performer, uh, Tyler Lockett against the Browns. Um, Look for the Seahawks to run for uh, 300 yards, just like the 49ers did. And Tyler Lockett will have two targets with one catch for minus two yards. So that's where I'm going with my pick. So point eight. Point eight. So do not start Tyler Lockett this week unless you're like me and you literally don't have any other receivers on your roster where you have to start him. But, uh, yeah, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, big game. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going back to the Falcons-Cardinals game for my boom. I think, uh, especially after watching last week and the kind of defense the Falcons played, they have a non-existent pass rush. Uh, they didn't get any sacks on Deshaun Watson, who is chronically sacked. Mm-hmm. So I'm going Preach. with Kyler Murray to have a big game this week. He's going to be the be the bust this, or excuse me the boom this week against the Falcons. And my bust, it's gotten tough for me. I'm going to say after seeing the 49ers, got a lot of respect for them. They did a good job of just keeping the whole offense in check of the Browns. So I'm going with Todd Gurley. They're going to bottle him up. They're going to be playing from behind a lot. The Rams are, so they're not going to have many opportunities to run the ball late. Todd Gurley, bust. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take my boom for this week, and hopefully this pays off for me in fantasy. But I am going DJ Moore. He's finally going to have that monster game that I've been hoping for. Hope you're right. Yeah. And I play a number of the, the worst defense against wide receivers in the Buccaneers. Uh, I think he's going to have a big week this week, so I think he kind of tears them up. My bust? Um, hmm. I don't know. Also, just say the Jets. Just the Jets <laughs> in general. On the Giants or the Jets roster. Hey, Sa- <laughs> Sam Darnold's back. Exactly. Week, so still a bust. <clears throat> and what's his Sam- name? Who's the tight end? Chris Herndon. Herndon's back, baby. Herndon's even, back. He's not even actually been added to the 53-man roster yet, so I'd still pump the brakes on that one. Pumping the brakes. Pumping's not pumping. Yeah. That. No. No, no pump. Pump or no pumping. I'm, pu- I'm not pumping. Yeah. Just, just let's, pumping. Uh, I'm not pumping. He'll move on to some picks here. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, let's start with last week. All right. So – Tough one, but I feel like most of us called it. Uh, Bills defeated my Titans in uh, the what we all thought was going to happen anyways, an absolute snooze fest of a 7-14 game and four missed field goals by Santos. Dude, that was brutal. I felt so bad for that guy. Oh, my gosh. And then they cut him yesterday. Like, oh, yeah, He had to know it was coming. 
Well, it's funny. You have to. was talking about having after the game in his post game. Oh my god! You know, we still got confidence in him. It's like, Garo, get out of here. <laughs> Why do you have confidence in him? And we're still down. We'll be down four. Like, what are we? What are we doing? Ugh, I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm about to buy a Buffalo shirt. Becoming one of the biggest <laughs> Buffalo Bills supporters. The only thing that can make me more of a fan of the Buffalo Bills is if they traded for Quentin Nelson. So. Quentin Nelson. Love what him. a guy. Keith. Oh, my god! So, we need to custom make you a Bills jersey shirt that says Nelson on the back. Yes. All right. Yeah. Number 56. Did we all pick Nelson. the Bills? I like it. Custom Bills. Uh, I, don't... I, I picked the Titans. I picked the Bills. I probably yeah. picked the Titans. I can't I find... Picked the Bills. Yeah, don't pick the Titans yeah. for sure. I think me and Chris are the only ones that picked the Bills. No, yeah, I picked the I picked the Bills too. I picked against the Titans. Yeah, you did. You did. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You did. Yeah, you did. I made an intelligent yeah, choice. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, Ravens at Steelers. Um, uh, I don't remember who I picked on that one. I'm, yeah, I'm everyone. Thinking. I listened back this morning. Uh, everyone picked the Ravens, but me. Um, we all lost it by so half picked, a point. So I half picked the Steelers. I said I picked the Ravens to, if you'll recall, to, to win, win by three well. points. That's and impressive. <laughs> Imagine that. Okay. Also, shout out to Nick Jones and our and our uh, actual NFL pick'em uh, in our group for missing Thursday's game, paying but missing Thursday's game. And still getting second place. Hey, two weeks in a row, I've done that. So, <laughs> I missed the Thursday game. That's so solid. You should probably just go ahead and set your picks tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about it. Thanks for reminding me. Right. Hey, <laughs> hey, Chase, we got that first place, though. Oh, we did, bro. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah give, me that, give me that $9. Yeah. Did you beat me by more than one or just, just one? One. Okay. Who would have who thought? Well, I would have I would have lost anyway. I picked it. The, uh, I was impressed. Your pick last night got you up there with me, Chase. I was impressed. I know, man. I know. I, I was. I felt it. I felt right about it. I was. I was actually super confident. If we were going to have like little confident numbers, I was feeling that one. I like it. Yeah. Oh, uh, see, Browns, Niners. We just talked about that. Who? Everybody in this group besides Jeremy and I picked. I, I picked thought, the Browns. I thought I picked the Niners. I thought. <laughs> I thought you picked against the team. I thought I picked my my favorite team, the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> You're hopping back on the I, I knew all along that the 49ers were going to be saying. good. Yes, um, yes, you did. I picked Baker to throw for 80 yards and two picks, and you know I was right. No, actually, I didn't. So no. <laughs> don't listen to me about anything. Sorry, but actually, you can follow along this guy. Just don't don't worry about his Thursday games because he doesn't pick them. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Packers, Cowboys. I don't. I think I, picked I think the, I was the only one that picked the Packers. My yep. boys. You were. You were. Yeah. Because I thought the yeah, pack, well. thought the Cowboys were actually pretty good. You realize uh, I freaking lost three games the whole week, three or four games the whole week, and they're all on our list here. What the? Yeah. What the heck, man? I don't know, man. That's tough. That's actually tough. I don't to know, do. Johnny Gruden. Well, these are the these are the <laughs> premier games. <laughs> What the heck, man? Sorry. <laughs> man? I just wanted to give it a shot. Uh, also, uh, condolences out to uh, Jay Gruden. Got fired at 5 a.m. That was pretty tough. What is it? Made him wake up early just to get God. Just Wait, he was, he was probably done. out smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, dude, I'm up. Yeah, I'm good. I'll come in. Sure, I haven't went to bed yet. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm already up. Matter of fact, I'm even out, so I'll just stop by on the way home. You guys want anything? <laughs> you, want a, you want a Yoo-Hoo? Slim Jim? Yeah. I'm actually stopping by to get some fourth meal, pick us up some. Be great. 
At uh, that point, he was probably buying Taco Bell breakfast. So that's yeah. true. Which yeah. man, Taco Bell breakfast? I'm not a fan of at all. It's Are highly underrated, Chase. I like I it. Chase. I don't. I don't. I don't. I do not what like it. Get, so... What are you getting? Yeah. Yeah. You idiot. <laughs> uh, what did I get last time? Are you getting a crunch wrap? Bacon crunch wrap. Yeah. Bacon crunch wrap. Oh my gosh, they're so good. They are so good. If you got a bacon crunch wrap and you dislike it, you probably dip your plain potato chips and ketchup. Oh, I sure do. Sure That's, do. Okay. And that is wonderful. A lot of sense now. It is wonderful. Have you ever had a Baja Blast before? Bacon crunch wrap isn't good, but you like plain No, I got potato chips. I didn't get the crunch wrap. I just got the I think I got the grilled breakfast burrito. You messed up. They don't free. It has freaking pico on it. Pico's not a breakfast food. Come on, Chase. What's wrong with you? Come on, be better, dude. So uh, uh, next week's game. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see who we got. First one up: Texans at Chiefs. Chiefs. Negative 5.5. I'm coming in emotional, baby. We looked good last oh, week. Kansas, Kansas City looked beatable. Their defense isn't great. We're going to protect Deshaun. We're going to come out there, and we're going to cover. We might lose, but I think we'll keep it close at least. But I really think we're going to win the game. I feel good about it. Outright. Texans. KC. Dude, I like that, Jerm. I like it. I think that the Chiefs will sack Deshaun Watson at least. Three That's times, not far-fetched. <laughs> and and, and uh, old, old Mahomes has a bounce back. I think he gets probably gets Tyree Hill back this week, uh, even if it's in a limited form. Like they're managing his reps, I feel good about it. And I think the Chiefs at home, coming off a, a tough loss, but they didn't play well. I think they'll win by at least a touchdown, if not double digits. Ooh. For the for the first time in my life, I'm agreeing with Chris, and I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You never pick the Texans. You agree I watch your, I watch your you picks every week. You never pick them. <laughs> Well, the Texans are so like I'm, up and down. Yeah, so the tough. Texans, the Texans will either score fifty points or they'll be, you know, give up their offensive line just gives up too many sacks. The Chiefs are going to bounce back. Chiefs played bad last week. I mean, I just the the Texans defense has been good at times, but there's time, like even in the win they gave up what over thirty points last week. Yeah, and I don't know Chiefs too much at home. I'm going to go Chiefs by seven um, to win. Hmm. Pump. Uh, I'm going with. Uh, I'm gonna hop on the train with Mr. Uh, Jeremy. I'm going Texans. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the Colts. I know the Colts are probably a little bit better than the Texans. So I think, but I do mm-hmm. think they exposed them a little bit. Um, I don't know. I think I. I don't know. I really like the Chiefs too. This was a tough one, but I'm going Texans. Yeah, uh, I'm still not sure about. All the little chippy injuries that I know the Chiefs had this last week um, during the game. So I have the Texans. I I feel like that offense that's going to be. I hope this is the game that I hope it is because I think this could be like one of those shootout games where we have in the thir- high thirties, forties. Texans. I think win it's going to be a fun cover. game to watch for sure. Yeah. Who's yeah? This is kind of who is that Pringle guy? Was it has he been there or have, have I been oblivious to this? Well, I don't it's know. Who, I've been watching Byron Pringle. I'm yeah, not sure. He played for Kansas about, State. So. Did he? Yeah, he's a big K-State. Yeah. Is, he, yeah. is he sour cream or onion? So, you know? Jeremy, <laughs> I, I'm just going to call you out on this one and say that you are completely erroneous in the fact that I do not pick the Texans because I'm looking at my own picks, 
And it turns out I've picked him three out of the five weeks. Well, I, maybe, maybe. <laughs> so, and maybe. every time that I pick them, I lose. So maybe I'm, I'm on to something here. Well, I did look last week. I noticed you didn't pick them, and it hurt me just a little bit. But that's okay. I didn't. Well, I just figured that. the Falcons been like I don't feel like they're as bad as they they're they're actually really bad. But I don't feel in my heart that they should be that they're, bad. They're bad with good so, players. It's weird. Yeah. So I figured they would just have like this game where they bounce back and they just like look pretty good against. You know, the Texans are unpredictable for me, so I don't really. Okay, you know. well, I'll publicly apologize for that. Three out of three out of five weeks, I picked them, so I'm just throwing that out there. Well, yeah, now you're batting five hundred. Dude, real quick on the Falcons, how is Dan Quinn, this defensive-minded coach, that has bad, bad defenses? I don't get it. I don't it's get a good it. Question. It's a yeah. Good question. Yeah. Good question. It's the Atlanta curse. It is, man. Dude, they've just never been the same since that halftime. Yep. Yeah. Tough, tough. Tough, tough. Go got him. Yeah, man. Uh, let's see. Let's go on to Eagles at Vikings. Vikings, two and a half point favorite. Mm, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I feel pretty not good about it, but I feel like Kirk's still got something to prove with his receivers. He got a disgruntled. Um, Sticky hand mailbox guy, what's his name? (laughs) Stefan Diggs. Diggs. He still got something to prove there. He picked up his play last week. They got a win there at home. I think they're going to do it again. I think they'll beat him by a pretty close game, maybe a touchdown. They're going to beat the Eagles. Hmm. Interesting pick. I like it. I'm going to go with the Eagles. Um, They are giving up like around three or less yards per carry. I think it's going to be – tough for Dalvin to get going and if Dalvin isn't going at a great pace I think they're they're very beatable um, I know Cousins looked a little better last week actually started throwing it a little bit but I don't know it just feels like the Eagles are Eagles are still a good team like they, Carson Wentz is still a good quarterback they've got a they've got a good run game good offensive line and their weapons are are healthy with Alshon and uh Deshaun Jackson back this week Yes, looks like he's going to be. So, so yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Eagles and the points. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take the Vikings at home. I think that uh, – I think old Kirky Cousins – Kirky Cousins is going to be uh, getting a little bit better here in the next couple games. But what's funny is just because you mentioned the less than three yards of carry on the ground, uh, I think Dalvin's going to have a big day. Defense shuts them down a little – I mean, I, I think – Wentz will have a little bit better game, but uh, I think overall the Vikings defense gets back in order. Vikings win at home. I'm with you, Chase. Um, I like the Vikings at home. I feel like they have made an effort to get Thielen involved this past week, and they've kind of decided, well, maybe one of the strengths of our team is throwing the ball down the field. So the Vikings at home, they're a tough place to play. You know, who wants to go to Minnesota anyway? Um, so yeah, give me the Vikings at home. Yeah, I'll be uh, short and sweet, and I'm pretty confident with the Eagles um, this week. I like what's going on now. I think they've picking up the momentum, and I just don't see how I can rely on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, who's our next one, Pumpy? Uh, what do we got next? Forty uh, ers at the Rams. The Rams are three and a half point favorites. I'm going. I'm feeling it since I've already made my, my bust pick as Todd Gurley. I feel pretty confident in the 49ers right now. 
They answered a lot of questions this week. They're pretty dang good. There's still maybe some questions out there, and I feel like they're just they're going to be playing a lot of emotion, trying to prove everybody wrong still yet. And I think the 49ers are going to get it done. Plus, they got some points to play with here. So I'm going 49ers. I think I'm going to hop on the train real quick um, as well with uh, Jared Goff being my bust. I could see him with at least two picks, maybe a sack fumble. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going 49ers as well. You never want to fumble your sack. Exactly. <laughs> you never want to do that. Uh, that's why I think I'm also going to roll 49ers. Um, mm. that, Rams, that Rams defense is not getting any better, uh, which was I kind of thought it was going to be another stud defensive year for them. But I, I don't – I can't really believe in them. Put up a lot, they gave up a lot of points the last two weeks. Thanks, 49ers. Continue to roll. And you know what? I hope handsome Jimmy Garoppolo has a big day and I get to say, ha-ha, cheese. That's it. <laughs> well, that is the reason they're not going to because they're going to lose in a close one late because Jimmy G can't. How close, though? Yeah, exactly. How close are you thinking? Oh, it's going to be a touch. They're going to need a touchdown on the last drive and Jimmy G's not going to get it. Oh, back. okay. Rams got a touchdown. Mm. Despite passionately uh, disagreeing with Chris earlier about the 49ers, um, I still think the Rams bounce back this week. I think there's a lot of 49ers hype out there right now, and deservedly so. Like I said, they they, they look very good. I knew I convinced. No, you. it's not that. It's it. just I knew Jared Goff <laughs> plays. Don't if you look if you look at Jared Goff's numbers at home and on the road, he's like a completely different quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Rams. They have Aaron Donald. I've watched him uh, multiple times this this year be completely unblockable, and um, yeah, I mean it just feels like the Rams have not been very good. And you, and they're super talented, so you kind of feel like this is the game that they get it going. So I'm going to go with the Rams by a touchdown at home. Hmm. All right. Next. Love it. All right, next one up. Cowboys at Jets. Jets, eight-and-a-half-point dogs. Let's go, baby. Right, I'm, right, I'm, I'm right with my Jets here. Really? Oh, baby. Me and Chris, we were trying to decide what games to put on here, and I'm like, dude. The Jets are going to sleep. They're, they're going to be a sleeper this week. Everybody's back. Uh, call me crazy. I'm taking the Jets. I do agree with the sleeper part because I think that all the Jets fans will be sleeping because <laughs> so they'll get a nice Sunday nap in if this is a one o'clock game. So yeah, the Cowboys beat them by at least. I'm saying mononucleosis is a, is a. Tough to beat, and it, it's got its effects, lasting effects. I don't think that Sam Donald's going to be in good shape. He's going to no. get winded. He sucks anyways. The Cowboys, <laughs> I think, you know, they got beat by a really good Packers team. But uh, I think it's time to time to bounce back. Big week out of uh, Zeke. Cowboys roll. Yeah, Sam's going to be worried about that spleen. Um it's a little little tender at the moment with his mononucleosis. So, um, Cowboys bounce back. They're 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 better than what they've showed the last two weeks. Um, even though I hate the Cowboys, but they're they are better than what they've shown. The Jets are they're just not very good. So, no. Cowboys by ten <laughs> on the road at the Jets. Cowboys cover. Um, I'm actually I'm taking the Jets and the points this week. Gross. <laughs> That's a I baby. Think- here we go. <laughs> you and Dylan must have been drinking. Here, here, here we go. Le'Veon's gonna have a big week this week. Also, I'm gonna change up. Talk to him. My, I'm gonna change up my boom pick. 
Jamison Crowder. Ooh, because you saw what happened when Sam Darnold Week was on one. The field. Week saw one, it. 11 oh. catches, 80-something yards, and a touchdown. So, your boy's going to have a big week. And I think I think they're going to cover just enough. I think it's going to be like an eight point. Yeah, I can see Jamison Crowder having about eight catches for 40 yards or something. And a touchdown. Sam's not going to have any energy, the energy to throw, throw it down the field. <laughs> But Le'Veon's yeah, going to have 100-plus this week and a touchdown, maybe two touchdowns. Talk to him, Chase. Give me yeah. all of that yeah. on Le'Veon having under 100. Or you're talking about just 100 yards rushing, so, right? Do you think Sam Darnold's going to have his own place to drink water from so he doesn't get the rest of the team sick? Yes. He already does. Yeah. I hope he hadn't kissed any of them because they're, <laughs> they're going to be with having the monos. Did, did you guys the see monos. McCoy? Is that, is that his name? What, what's his name? Neil McCoy? I, I don't think that's it. <laughs> Give me that away. Gerald McCoy. <laughs> I don't think it was Gerald. It's the, the old McCoy. The old Jets. Uh... The real McCoy. <laughs> Shady McCoy? No, right. it may not have been McCoy. It may have been the old the Jake really Bowen bad blonde headed quarterback that played for the McCown. McCown. B- McCown. Oh, McCown. yes. Did y'all see that? McCown had some good games. He's yeah, but he's good. also 45 years old. McCown can, <laughs> McCown can play some basketball, too. You seen that? Really? Yeah, he's, he's a baller. He's a good analyst. He needs to go back to the to the table with the NFL the booth, Live. Yeah. 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 Anyways, they met at uh, the middle of the field the other day, and he had his hoodie up over his mouth and over his um, – his fist and gave uh, Sam a fist bump is pretty funny. Pretty much saying, he, like, hey. <laughs> he ain't trying to get infected. Yeah, that's pretty no, good. Dude, you don't want that mono. All right, last one. Lions at Packers. What? Oh, are you serious? We're not picking the Dolphins and Redskins? <laughs> I wanted to. I Who made this to. list? I wanted to. That's big pumpy. You, that you, you, you tell him, Chris. I wanted to pick that game. But it's, it's unpickable because nobody knows – What's They're gonna freaking tie. It's so gonna be a tie, and they both want the first. It's gonna pick. be a tie. So Redskins by three tie. touchdowns. Redskins uh, by three. I touchdowns. agree. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. Go ahead. Three touchdowns. Chris, go ahead. <laughs> three touchdowns. <laughs> three touchdowns. Okay. It's bold strategy, Cotton. We'll hit phase off. Three touchdowns. Twenty-two points. Oh Twenty-one God. nothing. <laughs> 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 Have you watched the Dolphins yet this year? Yeah, they scored on the the Cowboys. The, the Dolphins. The only game scored. The, the Dolphins Redskins? tackle with their arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll start us off on the Packers lines, and I'm still rolling with my boys back in Lambeau. Uh, the lines have actually been pretty good this year. I mean, they're only losses to uh, the Chiefs, and they had to come from behind late. Yep. Yeah. And the, but it is in Lambeau. Um, the Packers' pass defense has been been really good this year. Uh, I think Carryon may have some success on the ground, but yeah. But Stafford, I think Stafford's gonna have to make plays to the air, which he can do. But I don't know. I like Green Bay by at least a touchdown. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the same. I think uh, I know I gave him hell earlier, but I think Packers win. You know, ten points this week. Um, Maybe like stretch out a little field goal at the end, but I'm with you. I think the lines are getting getting pretty good this year. But uh, Packers went at home. I still hate his commercials, but I'm going with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Yeah, <sighs> I'm going with the linebackers. The linebackers. Dude, the linebackers. The linebackers. Yes. Um, Wait, can you name a linebacker from either team? Uh, yes. 
I just got to remember his name. Uh, there's a there's a V4L in the linebacking court. Is Cliff Averill still with the Lions? Oh, you get that Jalen Reeves maybe. Jalen Reeves maybe, and he's got yeah, dreads man. now. So don't so get off of him. Yeah, dude. Everybody's scared of the guy with dreads. And shout out to Emmanuel <laughs> Mosley for not only making an NFL roster, but getting a start last night and oh, breaking yes. up a pass. That boy, that boy, special. Last night, VFL was the first time I've ever seen the front of his jersey. On a TV screen. <laughs> Becoming the 100th player that nobody knew in college. And then they got the <laughs> NFL from the yep. Jesse Voss. Yeah. Anyways. Player development. Killing it. Nick, Nick, what was your pick? I mean, it doesn't Bumpy. matter. Um, <laughs> no, the Packers <laughs> Packers went. They covered. The lines aren't as good at home. So, I mean, the lines are better at home. Lines aren't as good on the road as they are at home. Which is true for yeah. most teams in the league. But the lines, they, they normally play pretty well in that the only one of three domes in in the NFL. So give me uh <laughs> yeah. give me the Packers. Is Pumpy still going nah. with just the linebacker course? I wish team? I could. But no, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm going with the Lions. Coming off a of bye week, plenty of time to prepare and they uh, they've they've proven that they're a good team this year and I kinda wanna be different. That's why I was wanting to hear what you guys want with so I'm gonna be different. Go with the Lions this week. Different. Sounds good to change. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, Pumpy, you going to stick around for some college foosball? Absolutely not. All right. Well, Pumpy, <laughs> it's been real, buddy. <laughs> well, good luck, fellas. I'm out of here. I'm dropping the mic. Pumpy's out. Pumpy out, bro. Peace. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Well, there he goes. Uh, well, Jerem, uh, I think just maybe. Our Tennessee Vols might have a quarterback we can rely on for this this year. Rely on in a sense of not making us want to scream and shout and pull our hair out. Yes. One that we can actually see him in the backfield and not get angry. And, yes, I think I'll agree <laughs> with you. Especially you see what he did in the first half. His, he threw a 70-yard touchdown pass. Haven't seen that in quite some time. Uh, I thought he looked good back there, but I will allude to what happened and why we lost the game. They went in halftime, and guess they, what Georgia did? They made these things called adjustments. The freaking adjustments. They wow. said, you know what, we're not getting much pressure on this cat, so you know maybe we're going to start throwing a little more people in his face, get him under pressure, and I'll be danged if it didn't work, and we didn't score one more point. Yeah, we talked about pressure, um, what we had zero of. Jake Fromm had time to chill back there. It was pitiful. Read a book and find whatever wide open receiver he wanted because whenever you have to make corners guard for, you know, 15 seconds. Yeah, what are you going to do? Receivers are going to get open. Yeah, so it was – our our defensive front is what I was the most let down by. I thought they, they kind of came out. I loved uh, Bryce Thompson and the energy he played with, and he came out and tried to set the tone. He's being a vocal leader. He's being a little bit psychotic, but I'm okay with it. If you keep, yeah. if you keep it on the football field, that that's fine. Yeah. I liked that's it, but want. it was a spark that we needed, and uh, some guys looked like they wanted to be out there. I said last week I just wanted to see some effort, yeah. and I felt like there was some effort, and then they kind of waved the white flag late because, I mean. Yeah, of course. You, it it gets tiring. I get it. Whatever. But so overall, I'm saying I'm okay with the Vols last week, except for the defensive front. They look terrible. 
they're terrible. Yeah, you, uh, you got to like the way that they came out with a lot of energy. I mean, they really, they really, it looked like a different team. Just especially, uh, I mean, even though Georgia still did cover the spread, but yeah, I mean, they did look like a, a, a different team. They're not. I mean, they're just not on Georgia's level yet. Um, no. Quarterback play was much better. Um, I was not really. I was maybe one of the only people that was kind of kind of defending JG as far as I didn't think that you could just blame the entirety of it on him. Right. Um, a lot of people made him the scapegoat. Like he was the, like they they were a dumpster fire through the first part of yeah. the season. It wasn't just the quarterback play. Like that wasn't good. Don't get me wrong, but you know, he wasn't the sole member to blame. And I mean, they, they got better play out of the quarterback this week. Um, so, I mean, you'll see Mars, your quarterback going forward and, I mean, you just gotta like the energy coming from coming from the yeah. balls on Saturday. Even though they did take, I mean, Georgia's Georgia's loaded. They're, 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 they're so. Good. I did not think that it would take a fumble recovery late in the game to cover. Nor did nor did Dylan. He's not here to talk about that. It lost him some money, but uh, that. So I was I was pretty happy with that. It's kind of a was, was. I mean, the dude about got decapitated on that play. Of course, of course, he lost oh, the dude. ball. But I'll <clears> tell you this: I've been, well, I've been watching some tape of um, Harrison Bailey. Dude's 6'4", like 235 in high school. Yeah, It doesn't matter what these guys do. That's going to be our starting quarterback next year. The dude can throw the rock, and he has some of the most talented receivers I've ever seen in college, in high school. I mean, there's just – I don't know what his name is, number five. Watch his highlight reel. He, he Like, I bet number five in a two-minute video catches ten touchdown passes. It's unbelievable. But You remember, you remember what everybody said about Eric Ainge, though? I don't remember <laughs> Eric Ainge, the number one high school recruit in the country. I didn't you know, know that. I really didn't know that. I mean, it's it's just one of those yeah. things where a lot, a lot of these elite guys have just come to Tennessee and just kind of fizzled, you know. So until well, yeah. until you've seen what Harrison Bailey does in a, in orange, it's kind of hard to. Like, that is true. <sighs> if you watch though, I went back and watched JT Shrout's high school tape. And it is not very impressive whatsoever. Dude throws all through all kinds of interceptions, and it just—it was a lot of good plays by the receivers. I felt like were made that kind of made his numbers fluff. But like, I never really expected much out of him. But like, I was blown away by this cat. So hopefully he can. Well, I mean, you got to remember though, like everybody was saying a couple years ago, just wait till Jared Garantano gets to Tennessee. That's because I mean, that big... that's because we hated our current quarterback. So well, that's much. what I'm exactly saying. like now. So it's like, yeah, yeah we we'll just wait till he gets there, and it's just he gets there, and then, you know, people when he didn't start over, uh, what was that cat's name that transferred out? Peterman. Um, no, he? no, it was after them. Uh, God, who is that? Started started Riley against Burton? Georgia Tech, and they beat him. I can't remember what his name was, but he started over JG the fir- the first game of the year, what his true that? freshman year, and. It was one of those where everybody was like clamoring for JG, and they they looked they they kept showing him on the sideline at that game, like he wasn't playing. He was mad that he wasn't playing. Well, who was that? What is the guy's name? Will McBride? No, no. I'll find him. You all keep talking. I'll right. find him. Uh, yeah, but if you think about talented, especially talented quarterback recruits that come, Quentin in, Dormady. Quentin Dormady. Quentin <laughs> Dormady. He was trash. I forgot all about that guy. Yeah, that guy was poop. But yeah, if you if you get to college, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you don't get any better from the time you get to college, you're still not going to be a good good college quarterback. So I mean, everybody has to get better, and until Tennessee can 
like develop a quarterback. The only one that, that actually has developed and gotten better is one that Tennessee fans used to just trash on. It was Josh Dobbs. Yeah. And then they missed you'll, him. You'll never hear a bad but, word about Josh Dobbs out of this guy. I literally it, – it, it's amazing to me that I would literally get on Facebook every week and read these posts about how bad Josh Dobbs is. And he's the best quarterback Tennessee's had in – 20 years. I mean, it's not even close. Like, Yeah. I, n- name a better one other than back in 98. We, we – there's a couple – there's a couple years, and I wouldn't there. argue that he was better than T. Martin. Yeah, I, I you look at the that. numbers. I, I, mean, I you look at the numbers. That. You watch what he did for us, and how his creativity. You're like, man, and he, he masked so, so many deficiencies. He was so balanced, so, so strong. Yeah, so many. Just uh, they're probably under 500 the year that they went nine and three one year with dogs. Yeah, they? nine four, yeah. nine and yeah. four, nine and four. Yeah. Nine and four, so they were eight and four in the regular season. Yeah. They are probably five and seven. Don't make a bowl game without. Fact, them. yeah, yeah. So, if we were to have either one of these quarterbacks, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there there is optimism for, sure. for the future. So like you're, you, I mean, it's still a, a blowout loss, but at the same time, you're kind of encouraged because you've seen some life out of them that you haven't seen early in the season, and it's one of those that you know they. I mean, they're probably they haven't. I mean, I don't want to be the guy that says that they have a chance, but they have a chance against Mississippi state. They have an outside chance, you know, it's yeah. not a likely win, but it's still, you know, Mississippi state's not been very good. Mississippi State's not very good. So they, I mean, it's not out of the realm we're, of we're possibility that they could win that game. I think it's, on it's the in Dealing. No, it's, it's in, in the Dealing. And we owe, we owe our fans an apology. Cause last week we said that the Tennessee game was between the hedges and it in fact was not. It was so, not. We missed the mark, and we're human. And we that's not my fault, Jeremy. Yeah, uh, you said so it, but we should have known. Fans we should have known. It's on me. Actually, it is my fault because I said it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll take more into that. But yes, granted, Jeremy and Chase, who do claim to be Tennessee fans, didn't stop you. So. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like when you run out of gas and the light doesn't go off. Yeah, yeah. Like when you forget to look at. What happened that night was Chase forgot to look at the the gas gauge because it know, didn't it didn't gas gauge. No, no, he forgot because he was having such a good time with his co-pilot, which was me. I was so funny and I was teaching him all these <laughs> new things about sports and music and just the way the world is. And he was like, you know, he was just trying to get it all in while driving. He just couldn't focus on that. So really, I mean, it, it's my fault. I blame it on you, no, Chase. It's still John Morris's fault, John. If you listen, yeah, we still blame blame it on you. Three dollars short. It would have got us to the gray exit. <laughs> Three dollars stood between Come on, us Hammy. and home. <laughs> Come on. Shout out, Hammy. Um, yeah, I, I think back to Mr. Maurer. Um, I think he at least gives you the optimism of like, hey, we can beat the guys in the back half of our schedule, excluding Alabama. Um, Especially the big the teams that you think you should beat at the beginning of the year, that are Kentucky, Vandy, this Mississippi State game, um, South Carolina, South Carolina. We're not Kelly Bryant. Freaking Jake Bentley still at South Carolina. No, he's hurt. He's out for the year. He's hurt. But their backups look pretty good, didn't he? Yeah, but also it doesn't matter who we play against Muschamp, though, Jerem. You have to realize that. Plus, I don't expect anything now. I don't know. I just watch it, dude. We ball fans, the balls just need to give freaking Muschamp a Father's Day card. At this point, I mean, he owns us, Papa, Papa. Yeah, 
He's our daddy. Hate that guy. Hate that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But there's just confidence. There's optimism. I kind of, you know, it felt good to have that again. I mean, I I got I got a little optimistic. Even if it was for a half. Even if it was for, (laughs) because I I was I was down at I was down in Atlanta. I was down in Hotland. I got some nice free tickets for the Georgia Tech. Uh, North Carolina game and the Fighting Mac Browns did their job and went down and beat a horrendous Georgia Tech football team. And uh, I hopped back in the car. I'm actually no, I'm walking through Georgia Tech's campus, which is awesome, by the way. Um, and I look on my phone. My phone kind of starts blowing up. I look on the GameCast and I see 73 yard touchdown. And I see our text from our buddy Lewis that says, "What the." just happened (laughs) and i'm like i don't know am i reading this correctly on the game cast there had to be a typo yeah i was like did they mess up are we sure this is not you know from to insert any georgia wide receiver we were super close to going into the half 2017 too i would love to have seen what would have played out if that would have happened we probably would have lost about this like 17 or 18 points but we covered, baby. Yeah, it was just yeah, I don't know. We we had it right there. We did. There's some there's some gut wrenching things that happened in that game. You're like, uh, I think we'll I think we'll learn um, a little bit more about Pruitt in the back half of the season against some. I mean, because outside of Alabama, I mean, you've already played Florida, you've already played Georgia, you get Alabama, and then you're hitting Mississippi State. You're getting those two games out of the way. Um, other than that, you've got just the bottom of the East. Which is not very good. Which is not good <laughs> whatsoever. Um, so, I mean, I, we'll see what – if Pruitt can game plan against lesser teams, and, you know, go into a half and make adjustments against lesser teams that they should either beat or be in close games with. Um, yeah, so I think, I think that's something to watch for the last half is uh, to really see what kind of coach Pruitt is or can be. Yeah. Yeah, I think more than anything, just like I mentioned last week, the effort we play with from here on out is going to either make it or break it with the fans for Pruitt. So far, he's inched his way a little bit forward. But, I don't know, what you said is very valid, Chris. I agree with all that. Yeah, but I still heard that call with the – the police officers with Jeremy Pruitt, and it just took him so far down that I don't even know if he could inch back up for me. I'm just, I'm just not a fan of Jeremy Pruitt. I think he's, I don't know, he just seems so smug. Well, Frick, wouldn't you be smug too if you've been winning your whole life and you have to come to a cesspool like Tennessee and put up he with all this crap? Grant, he didn't have to come to that cesspool. Okay, you made the decision to move your life and your family that you've been winners for years, and he's used to winning. That's tough for him. I get it. Yeah, yeah he, he wasn't getting he wasn't getting backs of great coaches and great programs. Well, yeah, I think you, I mean it's, yeah. either way, he he was doing it just like Jimmy Garoppolo with Tom Brady. You, you have you still have that air about you where you believe you can change it. Right, yeah. and he probably thought he should have been the head coach. Of some yeah, of and now, you know and now are. he's answering calls at three thirty in the morning, thinking that at least his players paid off his speeding ticket or whatever heck he had. Uh, but you realize he hasn't, and you get a police officer calling you at three thirty in the morning. That's what you come and to. You, 
and then you sarcastically thank them for their their civic duty. Yeah, that was so. bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> like, yeah, he just comes off like, like, yeah, you could be used to winning, but you don't have to be a, kind of a smug prick. Well, dude, you know? yeah, well, was, he was three thirty in the morning. If you're if we're gonna grow, reference that one, you're a coach. I'm not defending of a D one program. Like, I'm not defending him. <laughs> what he said. Come on. I'm not defending what he said. I'm just defending his smug nature. Yeah, I think his. I think it's the context that situation. The man is frustrated. Is quite obvious. Yeah. Yes, but we bark at Saban and we bark at other coaches when they're they're kind of smug to reporters. But you're freaking winning. Don't be smug. You're you're awesome. If you're going to be a head coach, if you're going to be a head coach of a program, especially a, a Power Five in the Almighty SEC. Like, I know it's his first, you know, second year, but I carry yourself a little differently. I don't know. Well, yeah, maybe maybe it's just his leadership. Maybe that's the way they acted. At least he's not to reporters. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that's it for balls. We can talk about another smug coach and Tom Herman. Yes, <laughs> Tom Herman. What you want? Some let's let's see what we got. Oh, Tom Herman writes Texas is back on the receipt with no tip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does sound like a very Tom yeah. Herman thing to do. Yeah. Tom, yeah, I know there's some more good ones. Give me some. Tom Herman drives past a Whataburger to get an Impossible Burger at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can exactly see him doing it. <laughs> in his burnt orange doing it. got two pretty good back to back Tom Herman thinks the Alamo has a basement <laughs> hashtag beat Texas that oh, shout Steve Bullard Tom Herman voted Taco Bell best Mexican restaurant in the USA <laughs> oh. Tom Herman yeah, let's see here <laughs> Tom Herman hands out toothbrushes for Halloween <laughs> I could see him. Actually, no. Vodka Tom's probably slipping some, slipping some alcohol somewhere. All right, all right. Last two here. Uh, Tom Herman prefers MySpace, <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Herman is a two-star Uber driver. <laughs> Tom Herman. There we go. Gosh. Worst hated coach in football. <laughs> If you have not checked out Tom Herman tweets this week, she's just introduced me. These and these are fantastic. Yeah, you can actually follow a guy named Blinken Riley. Um, yeah, he's he's a funny dude. Uh, he's got a lot of good ones. He retweets a lot of good ones. Uh, I've had a blast looking at them since it is uh, Texas Hate Week. <laughs> yeah, Texas Hate Week, baby. Um, let's see. Yeah, you want to talk about your uh, your big time schools here, your good football teams, Nick, Jeremy. I, I I can't answer that question. You did not direct that at me, so I, cannot, I was I, no, I, well, I didn't I didn't hear I didn't hear either one of you guys. I was like, did we lose them? Are they no, gone? I'm here. I'm here, but obviously it was not directed at me. No, no. The balls. Yeah, no. I just that's all I lost you guys. Is did we lose yeah. Nicholas? I'm back. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> All right, good. And back like Texas isn't. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, 
So what are, yeah. what are, your, what are your thoughts on the game? Let's get into it a little bit. Um, I'm always a little hesitant coming into this game, um, especially because we've been beat by worse Texas teams in the past, even though I think their defense this year is not very good. Classic. Um, they, not they very lost, good. They lost nine starters from last year. You've seen what – I mean, Joe Burrow absolutely shredded them. Um, not taking anything away from old Joe, Joe Burrow. but Broadway Joe Burrow. But they, they ranked last in the Big 12 in total defense. They were in the – and before last week against uh, West Virginia, who actually slapped 31 on them, uh, they were like 124th in, in uh, pass defense. The Oklahoma offense does have some questions, though. It didn't look good against Kansas last week, and the offensive line has been a question. And this will be the best team they've faced, the best quarterback they've faced. What? The best running attack they've faced. Are you admitting that? Oh, sorry, second best quarterback they've faced, Derek King, um, would be one above him. But, um, hmm. I mean, in comparison to Jet Duffy. Uh, Chet. Chet Duffy? <laughs> Chet, no, Chet Duffy? J-E-T-T. Oh. Jet. Jet Duffy. Um, no, but uh, Oklahoma should beat them by ten, at least 10 points. That's how much better I think they are, especially with an improved uh, defense in Oklahoma. Um, but it's a rivalry game, and we've been beat by, by worse Texas quarterbacks, and Sam Ellinger has had a lot of success against Oklahoma. Yeah. So – but no, I mean, obviously, I'm still taking OU to win, and I, it should be by. If they hold us under 38, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, that I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's no going to be pretty. If, if they're, gonna, I think if it's going to be gonna pretty high us, scoring. I really do. Yeah, if they're going to if they're going to beat us, it's going to be in a shootout because they're not going to hold. But, yeah, whether you want to admit it or not, Sam Ellinger's good quarterback. They're yeah. going to score some points, but I just think Good you guys, great. you guys are going to score more points, and you're going to win the game. And I think the fact that you play this, do you always play this at a neutral site? Yeah, it's always yeah, yeah. But I, I think more. with with them, if it was a true home game, would be very helpful to them. But with it not being, and you guys just being better on the defensive side of the ball than they are, period. I think, and your offense is better. I mean, yeah. You, why wouldn't you win if they if if Oklahoma doesn't win? Then it's a fail. If they don't cover, oh, if they don't cover, I would be surprised. I think they're going to win. I think they're going to cover. They get open to like ten and a half. It is ten and a half right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could see us winning by ten and not covering. I mean, it is a rivalry game. Uh, we actually held them twenty-seven last year in the Big Twelve Championship with a with a worse defense and a worse scheme. Um, they've got some big receivers. It does worry me a little bit. Um, Colin Johnson, uh, Eagles. He's also a big. Physic, big physical tall receivers, and they've given us trouble in the past. Um, I think we'll have a little bit better of a pass rush this year than we have in the past couple of years. But we also haven't been great against the run, even though they're down to, like, one scholarship back. And they've actually got their backup quarterback, freshman, playing backup running back right now. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm over overly ready for it to be Saturday. I wish I could just go ahead and get it over with. Why is it a 12 o'clock game? It usually is. Yeah. And if you look, we played Texas Tech at twelve. We played Kansas. I mean, they're at kicking that off. Week. Is that is that eleven or is that? It's eleven a.m. Yeah, that's breakfast tailgating. Get mimosas out there. So we get we get we get Texas at twelve at, at 
at noon, and then next the week after that we play um, West Virginia, and it's a noon kickoff as well. Like well, four straight noon kickoffs. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, that's weird. Wheatley's got a prime time seven o'clock game last week, baby. Yeah, and we get uh, here. We have the nine o'clock Alabama game. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, something that I want to touch on that um, I didn't know if we should put this in the NFL segment or if we should put this in the um, college segment, but did anyone see A.J. Johnson's performance for the Broncos this week? A previous V4L, of course. Well, he's still a V4L, but he's a previous ball. Did you happen to see that, Chase? No. A.J. Johnson comes in last year after he gets acquitted. They decided to give him a chance to play a little bit of special teams stuff. And uh, he's just kind of gotten a little more opportunity here and there. And dude's proven himself. He uh, he had three tackles. Yeah, he was in on three tackles this week for six yard loss, and he had a pick six. Oh yes, yes, I did see the pick six. I so I, I didn't even. I think that's one of the very, honest. very, very rare stories when somebody has something like that come against them. Any kind of legal trouble coming right out of school, and then especially one that's a of the sexual assault nature. It's just super hard to get your career back. He yep. got that opportunity, and he's taken the best of it. So I was kind of glad to see that. I think that's pretty neat. Dude, that's always awesome because he was, man. Like, he was legit. Everybody knew what he was going to be. Right. And, and, and you partial, part of that is you do hate to see that, especially when he's acquitted. And you think, okay, maybe this will this guy could wind up being – because there were rumors of him in the second round, third round-ish yeah. area. Um, some even had him at, at a first, but I, I don't know if that would actually wind up happening, but, um, you know, he lost out on a lot of money. So this is kind of, this is awesome to see because he always had that talent <clears throat> always. And yeah, so, he's one of those guys on defense that just, there was just something different about him. He's constantly on the TV screen. He's always yeah. around the ball. He's a good leader. So I just thought that was kind of the feel good story of the week. Yeah. Shout out to AJ Johnson, baby. Yeah. 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 All right, boys. We donezo this week. We donezo. So got the bed. Got the bed calling my name. Yeah, man. (laughs) I'm a little tight. All right. As always, find us on our social medias, um, on Instagram and Facebook at the Revolution Net, and on Twitter at the Revolution N8. Like us, subscribe to us, give us the five star rating, and as always, stay classy. See you, boys. Peace. It's a revolution.